0: Artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hello. Today is my 50th podcast episode, and I'm so excited. Um, so today is going to be a fun episode where I share a bunch of my favorite stuff. So I realized last night that this was my 50th episode and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I am going to get a list together of 50 of my favorite things." And but it turns out that requires a lot of planning and a lot of time, and I don't have a lot of time and I did no planning. So I'm going to do 5 for 5 faves. But actually that's not even accurate. I was going to do 5 categories of 5 favorites in each category. But really that's not accurate. So I'm going to give you my six favorite books, my four favorite podcasts, five favorite apps, five favorite mindset shifts, and five things to watch. So all of these have been important to me during the time that I've recorded these 50 episodes. I'm really happy that I made it to 50. My plan all along was to do a year and then to decide whether or not to continue. And I did waver a bit. I took two weeks off when I thought that I wasn't going to be podcasting. And then it turns out that I missed it and I still had so much to say. So I am back and I am going to continue week by week until I decide not to. So I am just super happy that you are here with me on number 50. Before we get started, I'll just give you some family updates. We are in New Jersey at my in-law's house, and we took my son to visit Columbia University, University of Pennsylvania, and Villanova. And we had such good visits on all three. All three are amazing campuses, fantastic schools, And we may be visiting one or two more schools, and we just have so much to think about. Well, really, he has so much to think about because we just want him to go where he's happy and where he feels like he will thrive. So that has been exciting. During all of that, at no moment was I really thinking, oh my God, my son is going to be 3,000 miles away from me on campus doing all kinds of, you know, grown up ish things. Um, yeah, that that's for another time. I have a whole year to get to that point. And so yeah, I'm not I'm not there yet. Some other news is that we sent our absentee ballots in to Oregon. So Oregon has mail in voting all the time, ever since we've lived there for five years. And I don't know when it started actually But anyway, they do mail-in voting, but because we were not there, we sent in absentee ballots from New Jersey. So that felt really good to get our votes in and they've been accepted at the election office. Another piece of news is that I have been coaching my buns off and we are in my in-law's house. So we have one kid set up in my in-law's bedroom, another kid set up in another bedroom, and another kid set up in like a little recreation room. So they're all on online school and they have to have it be really quiet with no distractions because they're talking back and forth with their teachers. So they have taken up all of the rooms that have doors on them. And so I have been coaching from my in-law's closet because that also has a door and it's nice and quiet and lots of cozy sweaters. And so it's, it's been pretty funny to have me say, you know, okay, I'm going to work and I'll just disappear into their closet for a couple hours and come back out feeling all refreshed and happy because I've just coached somebody um, amazing, an amazing person. So anyway, that is what we are doing. A lot is going on. And I think we are ready to do the fun stuff of the 50 faves. Wait, no, it's not even 50 faves. It's the 50th episode with like 25 faves. So here we go. It's challenge time. You didn't think I was going to get on with this episode without a challenge, did you? Come on, you know me better than that by now. Today's challenge is to put on a piece of clothing that you love, that makes you happy, that makes you feel amazing. And you might already be dressed and you probably are because you're probably in the car or running or walking, but maybe you can do this challenge tomorrow then. And maybe even today when you get back home, but put on some kind of article of clothing that makes you incredibly happy. And I'm thinking this because as I'm sitting on the floor in my in-law's house, I have on these amazing cheetah print socks. And I have on one of my very, very, very favorite articles of clothing ever is this gigantic infinity cowl scarf from Lululemon. And I basically live in this from October to March or April. It is so perfect. And anyway, so I have on those two pieces. So kind of like from head to toe, I have something on that makes me insanely happy. And so anyway, I would, um, that's your challenge today is to put on something that makes you happy. And I would love it if you shared a picture with me on Instagram at show up society. I'm going to check in with you at the end of this episode. And now we are ready for my favorite things. So I will have the links to everything I mentioned in this episode. I will have those on my website at showupsociety.com forward slash 50. I also send things like this out in my newsletters that I send every week. I always have two or three links that I send of um, books and artists and cool things on the internet, all kinds of cool stuff that I have found. So if you like this episode, I really encourage you to sign up for my newsletter and you will be able to do that on the show notes at showupsociety.com showupsociety.com forward slash 50. Okay, now we are ready. Let's talk about books. Okay, so let's get started with books. I love to read. read. I've read 32 books so far this year, but I have to tell you the last couple months, I have hardly read anything. I've just been so busy studying for coaching and just doing all kinds of stuff that I haven't had the attention span really to sit and read that much. I really love to read. I love nonfiction. I love fiction. I am going to give you six of the favorite books that I have read during the time that I've recorded this podcast. So basically in the last 12 months. Okay, let's start with Just Mercy by Bryan Stevenson. So he's an attorney who founded the Equal Justice Initiative. And they are dedicated to defending those who need it most, the poor and the wrongly convicted. And so the book is a really powerful, true story about our broken justice system and the potential for mercy and redemption. So most of the book focuses on one of his first cases, and that was of Walter McMillian, who was convicted of a crime that he insisted he didn't commit. But this book is so eye-opening, and I really encourage you to give it a read. Okay, the next one is We Are the Luckiest by Laura McCowan. And this is about finding sobriety. And so I particularly loved this one because I have so many people in my life who struggle with addiction. And this was just so beautifully and honestly and vulnerably written by Laura's struggle with um, addiction and with her, her road to sobriety and recovery. And I just want to give this to every addict that I know. The next one is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. So I love her. I have read every book that she has written. And some of this book was hard for me to read. Some parts were hard because I felt like I wasn't doing enough or I wasn't brave enough. And it, it they were uncomfortable. This book made me feel uncomfortable. But I love it so much. And I strive to be more untamed every day. So if you are somebody that feels like you keep yourself small or that you can't be authentically you, then you must go check out this book, read it today. Let me know what you think. I also really, really loved Stay With Me by Ayobami Adebayo. And it's set in Nigeria. It's so beautifully written. It tells the story of a marriage and the forces that threaten to tear it apart. I think this was the only book that I gave five stars to so far. I might be wrong about that, but it was so beautiful. And the last one is Convenience Store Woman by Sayaka Murata. It's so quirky and such a different kind of heroine. It's about a woman who works in a convenience store. And I found something so endearing about the way that she learned about social interaction. It's just so different from what I've read before. It was just kind of a refreshing quick read. Let's talk about podcasts. So I think it goes without saying that one of my favorite podcasts of this past year is the Show Up Society podcast, because I'm just so proud of it. And I'm a one woman show. And I like it that way for now. But I write and edit and record and upload all of the episodes by myself. And I do the show notes and the Instagram graphics, I do all of it by myself. And it's been such a fun project. And I really like all of the relationships that I have developed with people through this podcast. I've gotten so many emails and messages and I just love the connection that it brings. But that's technically not one of the four podcasts that I um, that are my favorite. I just had to throw that in there. So I would say one of my favorites is the Life Coach School podcast with Brooke Castillo. And that is the whole new way of thinking that I teach in my coaching. And it has absolutely changed my life. You can check out episode 45 of my podcast to let you know all of the things that I've learned from self-coaching and basically all of these things I have learned from the Life Coach School. So that podcast is amazing. It just teaches you kind of how to take responsibility for the thoughts and the actions that you have that get you the results that you have in your life. But I just love Brooke Castillo and I love that podcast. I also love how I made this with Guy Raz and that's on NPR and he talks with so many entrepreneurs about how they built their businesses and every single entrepreneur that has a successful business has gone through some major obstacles and times when they wanted to quit and times when everything that could go wrong went wrong and yet they persevered and they got through it and they have amazing companies to, um, that they're in charge of that, that change people's lives. And I just I love I love that podcast. He does such a good job. Another one I love is to live and die in LA. And that's a true crime podcast. So if you don't like hearing about crime and murder, that's not the one for you. But this one was so good. I listened to it on one of the days that we drove from Oregon to New Jersey. And um, I just couldn't get enough. I just listened to one episode after the other. It's one story. Um, it is just one case and they just go through it from start to finish and kind of a who done it and did he really do it and it's just it was fascinating to me it was just really well produced and then one more the pursuit of gold with Laura Wilkinson who is a US Olympic diver she's won multiple medals at the olympics and world championships for the united states in diving And she just does a really good job. She gets on some incredible guests like Greg Louganis and Apollo Ono. And I just love, again, it's just talking to athletes about all the things that they have had to overcome to reach success. And I just can't get enough of stories about people overcoming things and, and doing something great. So that's a really good podcast too. Let's talk about apps. Okay, we're going to talk about apps, and I'm really sorry, I did not do the research ahead of time to see if these are available on Android or other type phones. I know that they are available on an iPhone because I have them on mine, and I'm pretty sure that most of them also have an Android version or um, for other phones. But anyway, the first one is Streaks Workout. And that is, I think I've talked about it a couple times before, but it is worth telling you about it again, because it is so amazing. So it is just an app that you can put on that gives you body weight exercises. So planks, pushups, jumping jacks, that kind of thing that you don't need weights for. You don't need any equipment. You just need your body. And I love this because it gives you it to you in tiny segments. So I went through the whole month of September doing a six minute workout. And so for six minutes, it gives you these exercises and it says like, um, wall sit, 15 seconds, three, two, one, go. And then you do a wall sit for 15 seconds. And then you have two or three seconds to transition to the other exercise. And I just love that there's no thinking on my part. I just do what it says. And six minutes later, I have done a little workout. And you can do much longer ones. And there's so much more you can do with the app than what I do. But that has worked really well for me. Second app is Duolingo. So I am learning Spanish. I know I have a lot of Listeners that live in Spain. So, hello, hola. So, my daughter is in middle school and they do not offer Spanish this year. And so, she decided that she was going to teach herself using the Duolingo app, and it is amazing. And I actually started using it, I think, like in 2013 or 2015 whatever it was, it was a really long time ago. Maybe it was 2017. I don't know. But I know I started using it years and years ago. And then I just kind of got off track and I didn't really get back into it. But now that my daughter started it, then Chris started it, my husband. And I think he has done it for like 43 or 45 days in a row. And so like when it's time for bed, I'll be getting ready for bed. And I hear him in the bathroom saying like, Juan come manzanas. And so he's just like practicing But anyway, it's a great way to learn a language. They have so many languages on there that you can learn. And I love that it makes you speak into the phone. So you get practice speaking it. You get practice hearing it. You get practice writing it, like typing it out. It's all of the formats of learning. And um, anyway, I feel like we are all learning so much. We got my mother-in-law hooked onto it. So we're all going to be just speaking in Spanish before you know it. Third is the Nike Run Club app, and I am a little biased because my husband is coach Chris Bennett, global head coach for running for Nike, and he has written over a hundred way over 100 scripts for the Nike Run Club app if you do the audio guided run. So when I go out for a run, I use my Apple Watch. You can also use your Apple phone. It works on other phones too, but you can choose an audio guided run. So then you will have a coach in your ear to talk you through the run and to give you tips. And my husband, Chris, has written all of those scripts. And sometimes it's him, and sometimes it is other coaches. But it's just a really great way um, for any level of runner, a total beginner or somebody that runs marathons. You will find a run in there that's fun and interesting and that you'll like. So I use the Nike Run Club app on my watch every time I go out for a run. Another app is Day One, and that's a journal. I've talked about it a couple of times here on the podcast This year, I'm doing something kind of cool. Um, I'm doing the. You can make your own journals and you can use templates. You can add photos. You can link it to your Instagram or to your workout. You can like so it can link up to like how many steps you've done. There's a million things you can do with this app. I have three journals going on right now. I am documenting my journey to becoming a life coach on one of them. I am doing thought downloads, which is just where I dump all of my thoughts out. And then I kind of examine my thoughts to see like what results it's getting me in my life. I do that one every day. And then the third one I do is similar to a gratitude journal. It's, I call it three good things. And I write down three good things that happened to me that day. And my plan is to, at the end of the year or at the end of whatever project it is, um, I will get these printed. You can do it right from your phone. You can just get them printed and they send you a book in the mail and it is amazing. I've done that. Um, I did that for another, a different year. I did a, you know, just like a nightly journal and I got it printed and I love looking back at it. And so, anyway, I love the day one app. You can do it on your laptop, you can do it on your phone. So good. And the, and the last one is a little game i like to waste time playing and it is called tune blast t o o n i have no idea why i am even admitting this to you now but i spend some time every day or lots of days playing tune blast and I actually have learned a lot of life lessons from it. And I told my daughters that I was going to do a whole episode sometime on life lessons I've learned from playing Tune Blast on my phone. And they were mortified, like, just like, mom, do not. But I think I might do it anyway. I think it might work better on like a video podcast um, or a video blog, whatever you call them, because um, I think if I showed you like what I was talking about, it would make more sense. But anyway, that's on like, that's on my list of possible podcasts in the future, but there you go my apps let's talk about mindset shifts all right you know me it wouldn't be a podcast without talking about mindset all right so here are five mindset shifts that i have had in the past year and they have helped me so much and i hope that you will like them too the first one is is everything you've done in your life you've had to do it a first time at some point so at some point you didn't know how to walk or talk or get dressed But you didn't give up and say, well, I've never done that before, so I can't do it now. And I hear so many people say, well, I can't make $100,000 in a year. I've never done that before. Or I can't lose weight and keep it off. I've never done that before. Or I've never learned a new language. I've never done that before. And my point to you is, is, yeah, but you also had never walked when you started walking. You had never talked when you started talking. You had never brushed your teeth before you learned how to brush your teeth. So just keep that in mind and know that everything you do from here on out, not everything, but a lot of things you do from here on out, it will be your first time doing that. And just because it's the first time, don't let that hold you back. You can do it. You can learn new things. It's really fun. Second mindset shift, be kind to yourself. So many of the people that I've been coaching in the last couple of weeks have this feeling that they don't want to feel guilt, shame, fear, or anxiety. But then the problem is, is then they trash stack and they make themselves feel bad that they're feeling bad. So I like to say no double dipping in the bad feelings here. Be nice to yourself. It's okay if you don't do something right. It's okay if you messed up. It's okay if you ate a cupcake when you weren't planning on eating a cupcake. It's okay if you ran a mile instead of running eight miles. It's okay if you didn't exercise today. Be kind to yourself because nothing good comes, no growth comes from you being an asshole to yourself. I actually wrote a whole podcast episode on that. And that is episode 47. If you find that you are sometimes an asshole to yourself, you might want to go check out that episode. Okay, the next one, life is 50-50. This kind of goes a little bit hand in hand with what I was just saying. But we are not put here on this earth to only experience happiness. We are not supposed to stay positive all the time. And I frankly have to tell you, I think it's bullshit when people say, oh, just look on the bright side or always be happy or stay positive. I just disagree. I think, yes, we should Try to find positive thoughts, but I think that it's doing us a total disservice to not allow ourselves to feel sadness or anger or fear or anxiety. Those are just part of life. That is just how it is. We have some what we call good feelings and we have some what we call bad feelings or the ones that make us feel uncomfortable. And you're just not being a human if you are trying to deny yourself. The, the feelings that don't make you feel comfortable, that you don't really enjoy feeling. And that if you're always striving to only feel the good and only be positive, I think it's just, it's stupid. That's not what we're here for. You learn so much, you grow so much, you appreciate so much from sitting in those feelings that we don't like to sit in, the fear, the sadness, the anger, the guilt. Those are just part of what makes us beautiful, beautiful imperfect human beings. So please allow yourself to sit in those not great feelings. Don't tear yourself out of them because they're just going to come back and they're going to rage when they come back. Let yourself feel them and then move on. All right, here's another thought or mindset shift. You can't change something that you don't acknowledge. Being aware of your thoughts or being aware of systemic racism, being aware of how you treat yourself is the first step we have to be aware of it before we can change it. And maybe you don't want to change it. Maybe you're okay with it, but you can't even know if you want to change it or not until you are aware of it. It's just like if you have a goal to run a marathon, but you don't even know how many miles you can do right now, then you're going to have a really rocky road trying to get to that goal. So be aware of where you are right now before you can make your goal and before you can try to change something, before you can move forward. You have to see where you are right now. And I do this a lot when I coach. I kind of get a really good idea. Uh, with my client of where they are right now and what's going on for them right now. And from there, then we can make a plan for how to change it if that's what we want to do. Last thought. And this one is just, I kind of cheated. I totally cheated. So I have a ton of mindset shifts that I uh, that I wrote about in my project called hashtag 100 Days of Moving Words. I did that on my personal Instagram at Tammy C. Bennett. And that was for 100 days, I wrote about words that were powerful to me, and I animated them. I illustrated and animated them. And then I wrote a little something about why that word was powerful to me. And I was just kind of looking th- back through that project. I love it so much. It's probably one of the very, very, very favorite things that I have done in the past year. In addition to like the the mindset work on myself and the podcast, I would say that's right up there, this 100-day project. I love it so much. There were so many mindset shifts that were happening to me while I was working on this project and I illustrated them. So I will leave a link to that in the show notes, but I would love for you to go check that out because so many of those posts were meaningful to me and really resonated with a lot of people talking about mindset. So yeah, basically this fifth mindset shift is really kind of like a hundred and yeah, you're welcome. I'm cheating, but it's for your benefit. I think you're going to love it let's talk about things to watch. Okay, the first thing is the movie Parasite. This is probably the most interesting, different, unexpected movie I have seen that I can remember. I mean, I can't even remember seeing anything like this. So, so good. The next is 13th. It is a documentary on, I think it's on Netflix, about the 13th Amendment to the Constitution in the United States. And it was so eye-opening. It was made by filmmaker Ava DuVernier, and it explores the history of racial inequality in the United States. And it especially focuses on the fact that our country's prisons are disproportionately filled with African Americans. And I just really encourage you to educate yourself, and it will be eye-opening, I'm sure, for most Americans. Then we have the documentary Taylor Swift, Miss Americana, I love her as a role model for my girls, and and maybe for me too, probably even more so for me. She is so hardworking, so driven, so beautiful and powerful, and it was so cool to see her step into her own self and her own voice during um, during this documentary. So, so good. Another one, Peanut Butter Falcon with Shia LaBeouf. It's a beautiful, beautiful story about friendship, and the magic that can come when people love each other. And that's all I have to say about that. But please go watch it. So beautiful. And the last one is Lenox Hill, another documentary on Netflix, about um, doctors that are their brain surgeon, neuro, neurosurgeons, and it was just amazing. And it's amazing to see what our health professionals can do and how they can literally change lives and save lives and it is just amazing and the warmth and the heart that these people have and their dedication to other humans is just beautiful to watch absolutely beautiful so there you have it there are 25 of my favorite things this was so fun to look back on and and to to make this list it was so fun it was so fun fun for me. And I hope it was fun for you. And I do want you to go check out the links that will be on the show notes at showupsociety.com forward slash 50. And I hope that you will connect with me there or on Instagram. My handle there is showupsociety. And I would love it if you left a comment on any of these movies or books or anything that you have also loved. And if you have recommendations for me, I would love that too. And maybe they will be on my 100th episode. We'll see. Thank you so much for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Oh my gosh, you are still here. Thank you so much. Sometimes I think that nobody hears these parts. So could you do me a little favor? Could you go to my Instagram? and find the post to this episode and leave me this message. Tigers love to dance.